Hey there, my name is Shane Graves and welcome to the Introvert Dad Extrovert Family Podcast, where we talk in detail about the unique journey of being a dad from both introvert and extrovert perspectives. Today, we're going to be talking about the dreaded barber experience. That's right, I said the dreaded barber experience. Why do I say dreaded? Well, if you have a little one, right, if you have a, a four-year-old like I do, uh, who does not like the barber at all, it becomes dreaded, right? Anything that evokes fear becomes dreaded, and it has definitely evoked fear in my son. So let me just take you back. Um, the barber is important, right? It is, you know, for a guy, you know, taking his son, and for his son, going to the barber is very important. It's something that needs to happen, it's something that must happen, and not only must it happen, but it's something that is a, a, a kind of a rite of passage almost. Going to the barbershop, getting your hair done, it's important. Um, it's something that, that guys look forward to generally. And my son, however, does not, or ha has not ever actually looked forward to the barber. Maybe some people will say, you know, it's our fault, we should have taken him earlier. Um, because we didn't wait terribly long, but um, we waited just a little while before we would take him. Uh, because really and truly, his hair was a lot, but it was light, so there was no need to take him to the barber right away. Plus, we take into consideration how soft his skin would have been at that time, and we really wouldn't have wanted a case where he would easily get bruises and cuts from, you know, from the machine. But when we did try to take him, when we did try to introduce him, that first time, oh my goodness, all hell broke loose. He did not enjoy it at all um what one i realized though that he seemed to really hate was the buzzing of the machine and as quiet a machine you can get he still doesn't like the buzzing of the machine uh, especially that first night it was rough it was rough now we went to the barber recently took him to the barber recently he had to get some photos done he had to get his hair cut you know he's getting ready to go into primary school here in barbados and you know he needs to have his hair a certain kind of way you know what i mean it, it really needs to look a certain way and we took him hoping hoping above all hope you know that it will be a better experience because previously to that i would have taken on the responsibility of cutting his hair myself but to be honest i'm no barber i don't have those skills um, I just know the machine cuts. I try to take it in a particular direction to be as safe as possible with how it will end up looking. And I tried, but it did not work out very well. I didn't like the, the, the end result. I didn't like how it looked. Um, yes, the hair was off. It was low. It looked a lot more decent, but the quality just wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't what I want my son to walk around looking like, if you get what I mean. So, barber is the best thing. It's best for him to go to a barber. We let the professionals do it. Um, if we are in the pandemic, like how we were in a pandemic, us cutting the hair was all we could do. So that's what we did. We, we used a, a home machine and cut hair while we were in the pandemic. But now we're out and he needs his head to look decent. So we took him there and yeah, yep, it didn't change. Didn't change. He still really hates it. Um, and when they say he really hits it, uh, here is here is the challenge now. He threw up a storm in that people's place. 
but I, I presume though that other children do this as well because there are a lot of uh, children let me say little boys who really don't like it they're really afraid of it and he's definitely one and he cried and he screamed and he fought the entire time and when I say he cried, scream and fought don't picture this as something just general and noisy no he he threw up a whole set of fighting it was not easy to hold him still and that's that's what we had to do we had to hold him still so uh, let me let me talk a little bit about what ends up being necessary right in that space having a cool head in that space is critical when trying you know to get your son's haircut at the barbershop and he is not having it he has no qualms about screaming and crying at the very top of his lungs and fighting as if his life depends on it. He was literally fighting as if his life depended on him fighting. He started to say things like, don't cut my eyes, don't cut my ears, stuff like that. Uh, you know, he was really afraid and, and, and doing his, uh, his uttermost. I mean, I wish it were possible to get him to the barber, put him to sleep, then get the haircut that would be great if it were possible right that there be some safe sleep inducing drug that you could give your child at certain points in time if there was something safe that you could do in those cases oh my goodness that'd be great because i would definitely let him take a little nap get his haircut and then move on from there because um, now that i remember the very it was the very first or it was the second time it might have been the second time you know that he got a haircut he was asleep he was a, he was you know he was really small but he was asleep and that worked out well after that however not so much so if it could have been that we could have gotten him to be asleep during that time oh my goodness that would have been so much better um that would have been smooth sailing but you know he wasn't so if there's something that i can use um, outside of over-the-counter drugs that are not for that purpose um, yeah I, I, I definitely want to know so definitely send me <laughs> send me a message drop a comment something and let me know what I can use and in fact you can let me know your tips I'm sure there are other people out there that are listening to this that will have some tips that I and other fathers can use for taking their son to the barber anything that will work would be great the other challenge um, Right, so what I was saying is that in that space, you gotta have a level head. You gotta be cool, you gotta be calm. Because he's panicking, he's freaking out, and you gotta be able to stay calm. Now remember the title of this podcast, Introvert Dad, Extrovert Family. I'm a natural introvert, so I feel much more comfortable not drawing attention to myself. Uh, a screaming child in a barbershop, a normally reasonably quiet barbershop, is definitely an attention grabber. Uh, so you got to be able to just swallow your pride, swallow your fear, swallow your discomfort and do what's necessary, right? And just get through it. I have to do that a lot. Uh, but I do it. I, I do what I have to do. And a lot of people sometimes don't realize that for an introvert, you don't deliberately choose to be an introvert, one. Two, when you're thrown into a countless barrage of environments and experiences that draw attention to yourself you always have to fight within yourself to be present to stay calm to stay engaging 
all these different things are constantly on you to basically blend in so that you can be effective and so people can respect you because people don't like to respect introverts they, they just don't they, they they naturally believe that an introvert is somehow um, not up to scratch in some form or fashion i don't know where that comes from but they do so you have to present yourself um, in a way that allows regular interaction and prog a process and progress to take place uh, so you always have to ignore your introverted ways <laughs> and put them on save you know and that's a constant thing for an introvert and this is one of those other circumstances you know where you got to do that you just have to because it's natural it's, it's not natural sorry it's necessary for the sake of my son and for the sake of getting his haircut to be as bold and present and and fearless as necessary and this was another one of those circumstances and i did that uh for the most part i did what i had to do reality is that my wife was also there so you know she was holding him and he was sitting on her lap and stuff like that so i allowed her to go ahead and do that because she would have a better chance of calming him than i would but uh plus i was holding the things that we had because we were you know out and about doing stuff so i had to all right this isn't working very well let me lend my lend my arms because between the barber and her you know they were getting through it but you know i i could tell all right dad you need to put your hands in there and help out because one um that's your job <laughs> your job you know be the muscle in muscle needed situations um and also because you're probably gonna hear about it later if you don't right all the dads out there know what i'm talking about so we stepped up we did what we had to do to get this boy's haircut um and you had to do what you could you really had to do what you could now here's the here's the tips that i have to share with you because i believe that there are some tips necessary to make these experiences better right to make these experiences possible because there are going to be other things that you have to face um that you have to deal with in raising your son in raising your daughter in raising your child that will require you to know what to do in those circumstances because they have to happen right and one of my previous episodes i spoke about the concept of things that have to happen um, where the child doesn't understand that there have to happen things they don't grasp the concept of something having to happen so here are my five tips for getting through the dreaded barber experience here are my five tips tip number one forget about it just forget about it and let your child become a rasta all right let him become a rasta let him grow those locks never cut his hair you know those who are familiar with the bible will know samson yeah let him become a samson let him just grow that hair and never cut it maybe when he gets an adult he might get rid of his fear but it won't be your problem anymore right <laughs> so that's that's one option um here's another one number two um lots of powder lots of powder so when I first tried, when I first tried to cut his hair on my own, completely on my own, I realized that, you know, he had a, a fear of the itching from the hair that's being cut. 
probably will go on your neck and it will itch. I realized he had a fear of that. And so I told him, all right, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to bring the powder because he likes to play with powder anyway. We're going to bring the powder and we're going to put it in your neck and, and all around your neck to stop the itching. We're going to put as much as necessary to stop the itching. So I held back. I didn't help. I didn't hold back at all. I just kept putting in powder as he needed it to ensure that at least that won't be a fear of his. That won't be a problem of his. So I don't know if that's going to work for your child. Or maybe it would if you need that. But yeah, just use lots of powder. If they are fear, if they are afraid of the itching, use lots of powder. Here's number three. Keep reminding that child of your presence. Right? Keep reminding that child that you're there with them. You're there for them. You're there to, you know, defend and protect and be with them. And you're assuring them that this process is not only necessary, but that is not really going to hurt. It's not going to damage them. Like I said, my son was saying, you know, don't cut my eye and don't cut my ear and stuff like that. He was in a complete panic, but reassure them a lot of those things, which is what we did. You know, it's not going to cut your eye. It's not going to cut your ear. You're not going to be hurt. It's all right. You know, I get mine done. Um, your mother gets her eyebrows done. Um, and we are all right. You're going to be all right. Too. And you got to keep re-emphasizing re that. And I found that that is what I had to do. Right. So maybe that'll help you. Um, next one. Number four. Toys and games. You know, my previous episode or one of my previous episodes um, I would have spoken about the device and screen time where sometimes is necessary. This is one of those times. <laughs> this is one of those times. And hear me out though. This doesn't always work on my son because he gets into complete panic and he doesn't want to see anything. No toys, no food, no snacks, no sweets, no games, no devices. It doesn't matter. Nothing you bring to him. <laughs> interest him at that time but maybe your child is different every child is different after all and you can use whatever favorite toy whatever favorite game whatever device whatever video whatever you need um, to get that child as distracted as possible because you're face to face with a necessary moment you know walking around with your hair unkempt is not an option right it's not an option you're not you know you're not homeless you know <laughs> you need to have yourself tidy at least to a certain extent so toys and games devices whatever is necessary as a distraction all right that's number four number five physically hold him as still as possible that's right that's the final resort that's all is necessary it should be obvious but some people are afraid to do it because of how much the child is going to be kicking and screaming guess what they're going to have to kick and scream right and i know there are some people that are going to be listening that might have a different viewpoint and think oh well if it bothers the child just don't do it they'll go back to number one number one is okay if you are comfortable with your child looking unkempt right and walking around and you're just saying eh, well whatever need to happen can't be bothered um no no not not in a household that stands for something so holding him physically still was the only way to get it done and as i said sometimes you just have to do it 
and that was literally the only way that was literally the only way so we would have to hold him although he's crane and turn him as the barber did him turn holding his head because he was fighting up a storm and you know that's how it is with some things some things just have to be done so here's what i would like from you guys give me some tips for going through something that is necessary whether it be um getting a haircut or whether it be some other thing um, that is necessary that your child is gonna fight you with their might <laughs> right with all their might not to have done how do you get through it how do you get them to do it what actually works for real go ahead and tell me yeah, i'd appreciate it very very much so we've come to the end of another episode um i'm gonna invite you as usual to please subscribe follow you know link us up on um on spotify especially that'd be great and give us a follow there um and and also by following and subscribing you're going to be first in line for more engaging conversations such as these ones so thank you so much for listening as usual and until next time have a great 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 day